Yes. Up, Tony. I like to yell it. Morning. Morning. Guns and Stuff Whatever episode six, take two. Take two. Because we had technical difficulties the first time. Audio crapped out. But we're all set now. We got a backup. We got everything ready to go. We got slight improvements every time, you know? Every Each time. time we're getting better. more stuff in here as no, we go. It's getting a little crowded. So we did do a little behind the scenes snippet on the social media. So go check that out on White Hat social media if you haven't seen that yet. If Facebook and Instagram. It, if you're interested. Maybe we'll splice a picture like of something. Yeah, we can do that. Yeah, that'd be fun. All right. Welcome. Cool. Episode six. We're here. Number two. We did it. Segment one is... Guns. Guns. All right. So today we're going to look at frangible ammo today. Yes. Uh, Frangible ammo. Interesting stuff. Mm -hmm. Uh, Has specific purpose as most ammos do. Ammos have particular intended uses. But when I talked about frangible ammo... I didn't really know what it was until I found a good deal on some 9mm ammo one time. And it was like super cheap. So I bought like a case of it. Mm-hmm. And the bullets looked weird. They it, they were like purple almost. It almost looked like a crayon. Yeah. And I was like, this is kind of strange. Yeah. They and don't I, have that standard jacket around nope. them. And then I realized what it was. It was frangible ammo, but it was the target ammo, not the defense ammo. Mm-hmm. So this ammo that I bought was specifically designed for close quarter steel target shooting and it just vaporizes yeah. into nothing it just turns into dust which i thought was it's interesting but i haven't really used used it much but when i brought up frangible ammo to you that's not what you were talking about now i had a little bit of a different idea of frangible ammo as in the self-defense frangible ammo uh-huh. which doesn't turn into dust it does break into several pieces but maybe you know you'll have like your one large copper base piece and then five or six broken ends off of the front mm. where it kind of looks like a hollow point but it's been scored so that mm. whenever it opens it shatters a little bit mm-hmm. um which those are still going to be big enough pieces that i wouldn't want to you know if i went to the range and shot a steel target i wouldn't want to shoot point blank range but the ammunition that you got that's exactly what it's for yeah you know you can shoot it and it i mean it just vaporizes into powder that's what yes. it is it's it's compressed copper powder yeah whereas yes. the other one is just wrapped in a jacket and there's no such thing as ricochet with those. It just turns into dust. Yeah. yeah. But the other ones, and uh, so when I mention frangible to you, you, and it makes sense to me now, but it just breaks into pieces mm-hmm. like the rip ammo, which yep. is a good example of that, where it separates from the core. It's just copper, but it's designed to splinter into little shards once it reaches your internals. Yeah. Uh, so frangible ammo is very interesting. If you do a lot of steel match shooting, it's mm-hmm. probably something you already know about. And if yeah. not, you should definitely look into it. Yeah. But frangible ammo for self-defense rounds, I don't know. I don't know. For sure not the training ammo. Not the training ammo, I mean, for I, sure. I, I, I mean, don't want to get, don't get do shot anything. by anything. True, true. But you're not going to have hardly any penetration compared to you know your standard mm-hmm. you know Hornady critical defense or some of the other... Defensive ammo is like, what are you looking like? <laughs> I know where you're going with that. <laughs> I have a joke in my mind. I will keep it to myself. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's like all, it loses all of its energy on the surface when that compressed powder uh, dissipates. Mm-hmm. You know, there's, there, no. there, there's not any, any larger shards that are going to be inflicting another minor wound channel somewhere else. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I'm feeling oh, you very, just see it on your face. I'm, I'm just talking very, and I'm you're very juvenile this morning. I'm feeling very juvenile this morning. 
My brain yeah. is barfing. That's right. But yeah, it's cool stuff. I, yeah, I wouldn't want to get shot with any of that either. Uh, I wouldn't want to get shot with anything. I'm going to ask a question. Leave it in the comments if you see this. And this may be, this will be an interesting poll question, I think, as well. Would you rather be cut or shot? That's a... Cut or shot? I'm thinking I'd rather be shot. Yeah, I think I'm with you there. But I'd be curious I've, to see uh, what people think. I have a, uh, you know, I've, I've seen the debate come up several times. Oh, well, they only had a knife. They only had a knife. Dude, I'm terrified of somebody coming at me with a knife, For man. real, dude. I'd, I'd rather, if somebody pulls a gun and I draw my gun, I'm going to give them the opportunity to put it down. If yeah. somebody's coming at me with a knife, man, I'm gonna I, run. I'm, yeah, I'm going to be concerned. I always see those after pictures of like police encounters with knives and stuff like that. Oh. And they're, just, they're just shredded like filet so, fish, and, man. And, and I, look, I don't want to have any part of that. If someone's coming at you with a gun, I mean, especially if they're close to you, we're getting off topic a little bit, but if they're close to you, man, I can, I could grab that muzzle. This is not a real gun, but I could grab that muzzle and and maybe control it enough while we're struggling that it doesn't shoot me. And if they I'm not going to grab a knife blade. I'm not grabbing a knife blade, no. dude. Oh my golly. Anyway. We'll put that on Facebook and Instagram today. We'll do a poll for yeah. that. Let us know what you think. Cut or shot. As ridiculous mm. as that question is, we do want to know. Yeah. Which Because this prefer? is the stuff that we think about during the day. And the winner gets their choice. They either get to get cut or shot. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll see how far you stand behind what you say. Yeah. If you yeah. want to know more, the blog post is up on our website. Okay. We'll put we also have it on Facebook as well. Descriptions too. All right. Very cool. That does it for guns. Let's jump right into stuffs. 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 All right. Stuffs this week. It is the end of October. It is. And we all know what that means. Halloween time. Mm -hmm. Candy eating time. Do you go trick-or-treating? Do I? Yeah. I think there's certain laws in place (laughs) that keep you from trick-or-treating. You don't? You don't go? No, I don't. You know you're an adult? Yeah. Okay, well... If I had, you know, a kid, a kid to take, my kid's not old enough. Right, right. My kids are old enough. They've I mean, been old I could, enough for several years. You know what? I could take my baby trick or treating and then just t- pocket all the candy. Dude, people do that. They're man. gonna say, "Do you need a full size Snickers for a four month old baby?" And yeah. I say, "Yes, I do." People absolutely do that. I can't tell you how many times people walked on my door holding the baby, wearing a bunny suit, and the mom's just like, "Trick or treat." I'm like, "It's a baby. The baby can't eat this." Yeah. Liar. I'm going to go hang out with uh, my wife's brother went trick-or-treating in a neighborhood last year. Uh-huh. Dude, they were giving away hot dogs. No. They were giving away full-size candy bars. No. Cokes. That's nice. I was like, dude. This is that, yeah. yeah. You go to a nice neighborhood. Yeah. Dude, you can to, always tell. I'm not going to the one that gives me an apple. Yeah, man. <laughs> Stupid apples. Stupid fruits. Yeah. If it's you're going to, If you're going to give out stuff for Halloween this year, don't give out fruits and vegetables. Yeah, don't. Okay. It's the Although, one night a year where you get to kind of cut loose a little bit. I do like those little mini oranges, you know, that you could that peel real easy and they're real small and sweet. The cuties? Cuties. Oh, okay. I love those. those yeah, don't good. do those either. If someone gave me those, I'd be happy about that. Uh, yeah. But an apple? No. Sure. I'd be mad about an apple. Yeah. I don't like apples. No. You can't put a razor blade in a cutie. <laughs> no, you can't. All right. So Halloween safety, some things to be concerned about. The general rule is there's a lot of people out in the street. A lot of people doing crazy things over Halloween. Mm-hmm. People get wearing masks, running around, you know, <clears throat> teenagers doing stupid stuff. Don't be trigger happy, okay? If someone throws an egg at you or something, don't start firing at them. But 
you have to be a little extra aware. I think it's reasonable to be slightly extra aware anytime you're out in public, but especially if it's night, there's a lot of people around, people, you know, wearing masks, just something to be aware of. Yeah. I think uh, the statistic was like 17% increase in uh, personal injury crimes over Halloween. So I don't know, things to think about. So obviously we're reshooting this episode. Yeah. Because the first episode wasn't, the audio wasn't any good. Right. In between us shooting the first and the second episode, there was a Halloween party at an off-campus uh, location at A&M with, you know, of course, it always is the same situation. A building rated for 500 occupancy had about 750 people in it. Mm. But a guy came in in the back dressed in a Halloween costume with a mask on and started shooting people. Golly. Two people died. He took off. Um, and it took them, I mean, they... Initially had absolutely nothing to go on. So, for sure, the, you know, Halloween safety, that just reiterates what we kind of already had an idea of doing. Somebody's already gone out and done something stupid. Yeah, man. And, you know, stupid people do stupid things whenever they get an opportunity. So, be extra careful out there when you're trick-or-treating this year. Always be ready. That's a good general motto. But keep your head on a swivel, all right? But have fun, have fun, and don't don't yeah. be you know don't be don't be too worried about it. But eyes open, right? Uh, also, a little side note for White Hat Deputy Program up and running. There'll be links to that as well in the description of this video. So the White Hat Holsters Deputy Program. Tell us a little bit about that. What is that about? So basically, it's like a program for anybody to use. That if you like our product, you want to endorse our product, then you can you know kind of spread the word. And if somebody uses what like their their coupon code or something, or yeah. uses their link, or yeah, yeah, it, you know, both, it, yeah, an affiliate program basically that you can go out and recommend our product. People come through and they purchase it, then you get a little kickback off of that as well. Absolutely, absolutely, a little our way of saying thank you for helping yeah. spread the word. Because I know mm -hmm. a lot of the white hat customers literally ask for this. Like, they they're they like, do. They want to like, do more. We want to help you spread the word, you know, and I'd be happy to do that. And do you guys have an affiliate program? Yeah. A lot of people do these days. So we set that up. It's our deputy program at White Hat Holsters. Go get deputized and help spread the word. Also works really well if you're a CHL instructor, Absolutely. LTC instructor, or any sort of defensive pistol instructor that you use our products. Or even if you want one to test, let us know. And, and we can set up coupon codes for your class where your students will get a slight discount. You'll get a slight uh, incentive payment for that as well and it's kind of a win-win for everybody you know if they they still have warranty issue they still have any kind of issue with it 30-day satisfaction guarantee all that's still going to run through us it's not like you're now having to deal with customer issues it's just easy shareable links for your social media or or uh um you know uh, even coupon codes that are specific to you that you can share with friends and family and encourage them to get a good holster that will actually they will thank you for they will thank yeah. you for it later uh, so go check that out as well. Deputy program up and running right now through White Hat Holsters. And also for White Hat Holsters, ready to make Hellcat Holsters. That's right. Hellcats now live in the gun model description. If you got a Hellcat, go check that out. If you want a good holster that actually matters. I was out no, of no, shooting. No. Uh, you want the best holster. I'm sorry. <clears throat> Did I say good? Yeah. Let me correct that. If you want the best holster the that best you can holster. get for concealed carry, go check that out right now, whitehatholsters.com. I was at a shooting event last weekend. We did a media event and uh, for White Hat, 
And there was a guy out there, brand new to concealed carry. He had just got his license. And he comes over to the table, and I'm explaining to him why our holsters are good and how they're beneficial versus some other things. And he's like, man, I'm definitely going to check that out and get one. I'm like, you know, I almost I almost feel like he shouldn't be able to. If you're going to be concealed carry, you have to go through the same trial tribulations everybody else does. It's why do you get to get the best holster right off the bat? It's not fair, but you should do that. But you, you know what I mean? You're, like you go through four or five holsters and if to, eventually you find white hat holster. You're like, this is the best holster ever. Listen, we're saving you money by recommending you get this one first. That's true. Because before I found a white hat holster, holsters are not cheap. No. Right? I mean, no. you go through and you... Nor and should you, they be. And you try this one and you check this one out and this one doesn't work or, you know, maybe this one's not built the way that you thought it was going to be or this one was kind of from a crappy company. And then you get one that's actually worth it. And you're like, well, I could have saved three hundred dollars if mm-hmm. I had just started off with the right one in the first place. Everybody's got that drawer full of holsters. Yeah, all holsters have their function and purpose, and they're all useful for different reasons. And no one holster is right for everybody. But for daily concealed carry, it doesn't get any better than white right. holsters. And I feel like it's a little unfair because the guy's spoiled right off the bat. He doesn't have anything to compare it to. Yeah, he's gonna be like, yeah, this is great. He's just gonna expect all holsters are like that. Yeah, till he gets another, and you're like, whoa, this thing sucks. You know. Then he's going to realize he started off on the That's right That's where we foot. get our repeat business from. That's true. So check that out. If you got a Hellcat, give it a try. 30-day free trial money-back guarantee. If you don't like it for whatever reason, send it back, and we'll either fix it or return it for you. Lifetime warranty on all our products as well. That's right. So go and check that out on whiteatholster.com. All right, now let's get into whatevers. Get this into whatever segment's whatever. exciting. I'm excited to talk about this. All right, all right. Segment. Let's jump into it. So whatever's this week, we're going to talk a little bit about, it's been in the news, it's been in the news off and on, you know, for a long time, but we've seen more and more of it lately, particularly with Steven Crowder calling out YouTube on throttling down videos. Specifically, what he did was he searched, uh, Steven Crowder changed my mind, which Mm -hmm. is a very popular segment that they do on their YouTube channel. He searched Steven Crowder changed my mind. No, none of their videos popped up Yeah, from their actual channel. The only thing that showed up were clips and stuff from other people's channels. Nothing from their channel showed up in the results. When they used a VPN as if they were outside of the United States, all their stuff showed up. So they were throttling results specifically for his channel, specifically for people searching for his stuff in the United States. And I believe he filed a lawsuit against them as a result of that. Uh... Or they were looking into it, at least last yeah, they, time they, I saw that they were the looking show. into... They had already met with Vox on a couple of different occasions. Um, because YouTube and a lot of the social media platforms, especially that are uh, demonetizing people or shadow banning people or something like that, they're starting to say, well, you're violating the community terms of service in this photo or this video from six years ago. So they demonetize the whole channel. Yeah. Yeah. So now they're digging as far back as they possibly can. Uh, to do these things, and and now we're at a point where um, Tulsi Gabbard. Yes. Yeah. She, <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Tulsi uh, Gabbard. She had had a. Uh, it was after the Democratic debate. It was yeah. It was after the Democratic Democratic debate. Uh, Google and YouTube shut down all of her ads for a period of like three hours until it wasn't right when they were scheduled to run. The most important time that she had, yeah. a window of opportunity, mm-hmm. where she's right, fresh on the mind, and nobody could find any of her stuff. So mm-hmm. now she's filed a, 
a, a lawsuit. Yeah. He's going to be taking him to court over that. Because after, you know, everybody kind of had an idea whenever Steven Crowder was doing his thing. Well, now after this whole uh, Tulsi everything, we have undeniable proof that it's not a bot. It's not some scanning for, you know, community guideline, any, you know, something like that. They are manually turning people on and off when it suits them. Because once Hillary made her statements about her being, you know, groomed by the Russians, <laughs> they turned all her search results back on. Because mm-hmm. they know, oh, well, people are going to want to read the bad stuff about her. Mm-hmm. Because they absolutely cannot stand her uh, as a Democratic, any even being associated with a Democratic name because of her, her stance and some of her beliefs and things She's like that. She's too middle. Yeah. Yeah, they just, they can't. So YouTube and Google have been basically uh, editing... If you don't watch the news and you rely on YouTube and Google, which a lot of people do, man. Which, which a lot of people do, um, then, huh? Keep going. I'm All right. Uh, then in that case, what they're doing is they're editing your main source of news to whatever they want you to see or believe, uh, which is like ridiculous. Now, do they have a right to do that? Well, they're a privately owned business, so yes. But should sure. they be doing it? Well, when that's what we're going to talk about. Yeah. So, so that's what brought up this whole debate. So the way I feel about it is, there are privately owned businesses, and it does not behoove me to tell any private run company what they should or should not do. The difficulty is, like you alluded to before, a lot of people rely on these on this almost like a news agency. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, what point? At what point do these social media companies have a responsibility to at least fairly allow all points of view to be expressed? You know, so what So what do you censor? What do you censor and what don't you censor? And who makes that decision? That is a good, very good question. You know, if they're privately owned companies and they have their own political beliefs and agendas, mm-hmm. it's totally their right to censor whatever they want. Yeah. They, could clear, they could just come out and flat say... We're not going to allow any conservative opinions at all to appear on our platform. Yeah. Because we, as a company, don't subscribe to those opinions. And what can you do? Nothing. Is it illegal? I don't think it is. Is it suppression of your First Amendment right? I don't know. Well, that's when it gets a little little difficult because the statistics said that 97% of people in the United States use Google. Mm -hmm. At what point, as a search engine... Do you decide I'm not going to show that person specifically what they're looking for when I'm in the business of showing people specifically what they're looking for just because of their maybe political belief mm-hmm. or they're looking up somebody, whether or not they agree with that person, they're looking up somebody I, as Google, don't like. That's insane. It is insane. And what can you... I mean, I guess the only reason that would force a company like that to back down from that sort of stance would be uh, that they would take a financial hit from it. Mm-hmm. But that's not going to happen. Yeah, They're making billions of dollars a quarter in profit. They're not going to take a financial hit from censoring you know, uh, conservative opinions. So I don't know. It's and it's a slippery slope. Do, you know, at, at what at, at some point I feel like they do have a duty to show it. I mean, I I I feel oppressed. I feel like you're suppressing my First Amendment right to not allow me to voice my opinion on this social platform that everybody else is using. Yeah, you're you're singling me out because of my political beliefs. 
I don't I don't feel like that's right, but it is a private platform. It, it is, is free it to use. You know, it's is. not costing me anything. I can't. You know, I'm not. They're not charging me. I don't have to use it. Mm-hmm. But kind of do these days. I mean, you kind of do. Well, yeah. Have what to else use you can use? Days. There's not that a lot anybody's of heard options. of. Yeah. No. Nothing, man. Nothing. Are you going to start a whole new conservative social media well, network? Depending on how this goes, maybe somebody might step up and say, "Listen, we'll be just like YouTube, but." We're not going to put anything, push anything one way or the other politically. You know, we're going to let you give your unbiased opinions. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, all of them do it. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube. They all they all do that. Mm-hmm. You know, they all throttle content based on their political beliefs. And it's it's clearly evident. But we'll see what happens with these court well, cases. It'll be really starting to get their eyes open because now it's Democrats. Yes. That, and it's it's awful to say, if you want them to care, do it to them. Mm-hmm. And now they're going, wait, yeah, whoa, you whoa, can't whoa, do whoa. that. Oh We're wait, you've been guys. you've been doing it to everybody else this whole time. Now it matters. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and that's the way that all I think that's the way that all of this is gonna is gonna go. You know, we can all gripe and complain and do whatever. They're gonna keep doing what they're doing, but you start putting those rules into effect. I remember the president of Vox was having a conversation somebody said well are you you need to edit their channel and do this because of that because it violates community guidelines mm-hmm. and she was like do you really want us to go through and edit people's stuff based on if they violated community guidelines because we're going to come after you next yeah because yours like, violated too, yeah buddy. exactly you're doing it too mm-hmm. yeah. the the court cases are what's going to be most interesting to see how the courts line up on these issues because wow. i mean it's, it's no doubt they're in, they got caught red-handed you know, mm-hmm. and they could have avoided this entire process if they had just left alone and done what they were supposed to do. Mm-hmm. You want to search for this person? You want these people to run ads? They're paying you to run ads. Yeah. And now you're going, well, we're going to take your money for the ad, but we're just not going to show them. It's pretty outrageous, man. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. Interesting things. Let us know what you think about all that. Give us some comments on what you think about the legalities of this. And if anyone out there is about to start a social media uh, conservative network, please let us know. We'd be happy to jump on the beta of that. Yeah, we'll try it out. Yeah, we'll give it a go. All right. Good show today, man. I hate that we had to redo it a second time, but, you know. Hey, it's it all happens. Good. At least we knew what we were going to talk about. That's this right. <laughs> yeah, we had it down. Thank y'all for watching. Be safe at Halloween. Careful what you're doing out there. God bless you. Always be ready. Always be ready. Bye. Peace out.